Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. You're listening to the Wes and Walker Show. Betty, what are you doing? <laughs> just, uh, I just had a big old string come out of my boxers. It's Wes. But I do think about Pop-Tarts a lot. And Walker. Is it true? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do, I do, I do. Ooh. Only on Sports Radio 92.7 FM WFNC. This is why we're the best news show. That's a promo. And Walker, tell us what you think about James Brego, Steve Clifford, the Charlotte Hornets, 53-point loss that they <laughs> suffered to Philadelphia, Carolina Men's Clinic text line, 704-570-9610. You like Panther Bo's text? Is that yeah, right? I do. Panther Bo said, good Lord, Brego's own family doesn't have an affinity for him the way that Fitty does. But there are plenty <laughs> of people a part of the Marlowe Militia. Uh, on Fiddy's side, saying, yep, Fiddy's absolutely right. And so he is uh, both being supported and made fun of based off of his love for James Borrego. You know, I'm glad you brought Panther Bow into the fold because uh, you you did something last week where you were starting your own little army with Panther Bow. What was it? I forget what it was. It was I'm trying to find it in the text line. Um, Has he left you is what you're saying? I mean, do you want to go to war? That was freaking. <laughs> Do you want to go to war with me? You're not going to like it. <laughs> and I'm sitting right in the microphone. I'm going to say it again. Seems creepy. I actually don't. I don't think you fight fair. I think you would do some really messed up stuff. I don't, Fiddy's the type of guy that will kick you right between the legs. Oh, yeah. Like, he's not. He's going to be. He's Speaking of Bobby Hill, it sounds like he, that's my purse. And he'd kick me right there. Fiddy would be a great wrestling character. He'd be great. I'm a great actor. Yeah, he could be uh like if we if we had a team, he would be my manager. Fiddy <laughs> <laughs> would definitely be down to do all the dirty stuff to help me keep my championship belt. He really would. He yeah, would be distract good. Distract people, lie, do anything that's needed. I'm not gonna lie, both of you guys would be a great deal. Oh, uh, we would kill it. Yeah. I mean we need to cut a promo, Fiddy. We might have to cut a promo one day. Fiddy would have to be the manager. You would be what what would your name be? I don't know. I got to think about that. I know you've thought about it a million times. I, in your you know past. what? It's funny. As much as I do like it, I've never thought about what my wrestling name would be. Uh, Panther Bo said Walker's Warriors, by the way. That's what we have. Yeah. yeah Maybe so a text lame. line can give me a good wrestling name. <laughs> oh, man. What is a You know, uh, West Warrior, uh, just because that's on the <laughs> mind. That's kind of lame. Um, Worldwide West. Yeah, we, we got that. that. Now, that could be good. I could be an arrogant. You know, just an arrogant, rich character that, mm-hmm. that's, that lives in affluence. And I could be worldwide West and doing promos from the jet with Fiddy, you know, right there beside me. And us eating caviar and, you know, being fed olives by beautiful women on the jet. Olives. Okay. Yeah. I, you know I'm what? more of a grape guy. I was going to say, well, and also, I don't need them either, but for the purpose of the, you know, the scene. By the way, great. least favorite food, black olives. Hate them. Yeah, I, I don't I, like I think, I think they're the worst food on the planet. If you were to say, what is the... 
Worst food that you could possibly think of. Black olives, 10 wow. times out of 10. Over I, asparagus? Yeah. Oh, I would eat asparagus any day of the week. Yeah, I love olives. asparagus. I eat that often, but I mean, to eat their own. Black olives are the worst. I'm you put them on pizza. I can't. I can taste where they've been. Cucumbers are a little like that, too, where even if you pick them off, you can still taste the flavoring of what they've touched. Yeah. Black olives are the same way, mm. especially if everybody orders pizza and then they go a little too crazy and put everything on the pizza, <laughs> including black olives. And then that's all that's left. I'm not going to be able to eat it. They're that bad. Come Would on, you- guys. You got to give me some better names than this. I mean, I see Kevin from Huntersville West, the wind walker. What in the world? <laughs> Million dollar West, West of Mess, West Fargo. Come on, guys. I know you have more creativity than some of this stuff. Wesley Snipes, Wild Wild West. Come on now, guys. I mean, I, I appreciate the thoughts, but you got to give me something a little more sick than that. Uh, what about Straight Fire West? I mean, it's, you know, kind of playing out. We... I'm trying to look for some other one. There was a uh, West the Mess. What yeah, about the Wake yeah. Forest Wonder? Yeah, like these names, man. It oh, sounds like them. this sounds like I'm an indie wrestler on the scene trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you, you are, are you are insulting every single one of these texts that come in. We y- y'all gonna have to come in with it a little bit more. Yeah, I'm like, just telling. I need some creativity. I'm I'm giving them some love. Yeah. by hater. telling them, hey, you know, I, I appreciate the thoughts, but you got to give me a little bit more creativity. You got to give me something hard when I come in the ring when people are just like, yo, that's. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's scary. Yeah. I got a text from Bone. He said, I was the pink flamingo as a kid. Hulk Hogan type. (laughs) You want to go? You want to go with a a sexy animal like a pink flamingo? It could be. Deacon West could be fun, even though it could be a bit blasphemous in the ways that I could, you know, I, I could be the nice man of God and then just beat the brakes off people for violating. Already working on a character. Yeah. Yeah. We we can do a little something. Oh, Fiddy's not with that. And he's your manager, <laughs> too. Say, how about game manager? <laughs> game manager, Wes. <laughs> All right. With that one, let's go to the live wire with your manager, Josh Fiddy Marlowe. Hit it, Fiddy. Live wires on the team. Connect. Get respect for their realness. I know you feel this. The east and the west. The west. Up north to the down south. Never in my wildest dreams when we put this segment together that I think I'd be playing audio about special teams decision making. But after the win we had yesterday and the draft I had earlier in the show, Chris Tabor was asked why they used uh, Camus Grugier Hill on, on special teams yesterday. Well, we thought about that early in the week. That kind of goes a little bit about when you coach up north and then you're playing Cordell Patterson back there and you're talking about field position. Uh, Eddie obviously can kick off for us, but that that wind out there, what we were trying to do is Camus, really teams don't account for the kicker in in coverage. So now we're getting obviously a better tackler out there. So that's that's why we did that when we were going that way. (laughs) The point was he with those were going to be squibs. Those were going to be squibs anyway. Because squibs, I mean, depending upon, I, I think what they get it to the 29 or 30. I mean, I, I'm okay with that on that on that on this type of day, and uh, because it was, it was about field position, the way our defense plays, I, I thought it was good. If only Frank Reich would have been sitting there in those team meetings, thinking about ways to get advantages on squib kick kickoffs, he might still be the head coach of the Panthers. I don't know about you guys here or here. Uh, I don't know about you guys. I am here for all these special teams content when dissecting a win i absolutely loved that 9-7 game yesterday you know what when he said that 
it just kind of hit me. I was like, man, I've never even thought of that before, putting a position player kicker, mainly a defensive player, so that you can have a better tackling unit as a whole. I thought that that was quite innovative by him, especially if you have a guy that can kick the ball decently enough. So I, I think that that was really cool by him, and I think that this is a guy that when the next head coach comes in, if he's – if Tabor's down for it, I think he's a coach that you have to give a long look at as far as retaining him on the staff. Well, they're going to want to because if he is okay with going back to special teams coach, then fine. I don't want him as a head coach, and I guess we could see what happens down the road. But if he wants to be a special teams coach again, then yeah, he's done a great job the last couple of years. I'm so with you, Fiddy. I love everything about the special teams game that we saw this weekend. I mean, there was some really galaxy brain special teams decisions made here. Not only do you bring in an extra defender for kickoff coverage against one of the best return men of all time, maybe the best return man of all time in Cordero Patterson. You also have, uh, so you have <laughs> Kamu Grugia Hill doing kickoffs. You have the timeout with three seconds left to go in the first quarter. So that wind actually helps Johnny Hecker rather than him kicking against the wind. You also have a chance to score a touchdown at the very end of the game. And there's not many opportunities for this offense to score a touchdown, but it's the right decision to kneel it and kneel oh, it, it and kneel it. it. And then Eddie Pinheiro comes in as a special teams hero. Stunting for a special teams guys yesterday. It was risky, though, with I the know. weather yeah, and I the know. football being how it was. That could have gone wrong. I know. I loved every bit of it. Love that you're giving him some shine here today, Fiddy. All right, now we're going to stick it with the Panthers. Go to the quarterback, Bryce Young, and he spoke after the game that this is a win that we can build off on in a season where not a lot of things went our way. It's something for us to build off of. Um, you know, we, again, obviously it hasn't hasn't gone the best before this, but um, we need to win every week. Uh, there, there's there's no week that we need one more or the other. And, you know, throughout all this, again, we, we, we never lose lose faith, never lose confidence, never lose trust in each other. There's no loss of fight. Um, so, again, it, obviously it's great. They're, they're hard to come by. Um, and, you know, they, they mean a lot. So um, we got to, you know, enjoy it and then follow it away and then take what we can from it and, and improve. Walker, is it is it saying too much – to say that if Bryce Young becomes the guy, lives up to being the number one pick in the draft, the franchise quarterback, all those things, that we can look back at yesterday as the reason why? Or like because of, he only threw for 167 yards, it was in the rain, maybe it wasn't enough to, to really point to and say that, oh, that's the moment where it, it started to click for him? Or do you think maybe, because that's where I am, I think if he if he comes on to be the dude, We'll look back at this game, no matter how the rest of the season plays out, and be like, that's when Bryce Young submitted himself as a player in the NFL. Bryce Young now has shown us on two separate occasions, despite the conditions being pretty poor for him, Bryce Young has shown on a couple of occasions that he can take down a, a team down the field and score in a critical moment. Playoff teams, by the way. So when so much of this quarterback conversation, so much of the narrative that surrounds the most important position in sports is what can you do in big moments? This is how we judge lots of players at the top of their, at the top of their sport, at the top of their world. Same thing we do with QBs. What can you do when the game is on the line? And Bryce Young in the rain against a division foe, having only scored six points because of a couple of field goals. He was able to bring down his team and go for a field goal, maybe even a touchdown if Chris Tabor wasn't the head coach in that situation, but gives you a chance to win the football game. They do. 
And I think at least you'll have a couple of those moments going into next year where you have two final drives where you need your QB to make a bunch of different plays. And that's exactly what he did. And so, yes, I think we can use that as a positive that we've seen against Houston and Atlanta now. Yeah, I think this is a moment that you can point back to, especially if he finishes the season strong. And he's got some good tests coming up when you look at this remaining schedule. It's challenging. Uh, Green Bay, Jacksonville, and Tampa Bay right now. And that game could really end up being a spoiler game for the Panthers because Tampa could be coming into that game tied with New Orleans for the division lead and all of those types of things. And the Panthers could upset that. But, yeah, I think if he finishes out strong, uh, I think yesterday was certainly one of those moments that you can point to to help get him to that. You got anything else for us here, Fit? Oh, yeah, there's another piece of sound I want to play because the best thing about winning locker rooms is players talk. And maybe they exaggerate. And DJ Chark said after the game, they got the players to compete for the NFC South next year. We have the players. We have good players all around, you know. Um, and it, the league is any given Sunday. So just like today, nobody really gave us a chance to win anyway. So and we did. And a lot of other games that we didn't win, we was a driver to off, you know. So I think we can compete with anybody. So we just have to finish it. Wes Bryant, we know that you're a longtime diehard Carolina Panther fan. <laughs> Do you think that as currently stated, the Panthers have a roster that can compete for the NFC South next year? Play your favorite sound real quick. No, hell no. I yeah, the only ready. reason I say that is, uh, <laughs> you know, this year's team coming into this Atlanta game had dropped three games by three points, and they were they've been outscored by an NFL worth 144 points. This offense certainly isn't good enough uh, to compete in any division. And the thing about the NFL, yes, he is telling the truth and saying that a lot of teams' seasons get turned around by one-score games. But then that would mean that next year you have to go into next season banking on the defense being as good as far as total defense and yardage allowed as they have been this year. And then you would have to plan on a market jump from the offense. And to me, those are two huge variables uh, that – have a large propensity to go the other way. You can't bank on this defense being good again next year. Things happen, injuries, things of that nature. So, no, I don't think so at all. The Panthers need upgrades in a lot of places, uh, especially on that offense. Yeah, I would not put my money down on it. I will say we see every year a team go from worst to first and win their division. It's going to be a prop on a uh, prize picks. And nobody ever sees it coming because how could you? They were the worst team in their division the previous season. And so maybe it could be Carolina just for a little more positivity. Yeah, that team right now, by the way, Cardinals, Panthers, Bears, Commanders, Chargers, Texans, or no, excuse me, Titans, Pittsburgh, New England. Those are the teams that are currently at the bottom of the division. Now, Pittsburgh, a better football team than Carolina, pretty clearly. Lots of those teams I just said are better football teams in Carolina, but also the NFC South is terrible. And so that's going to help Carolina at least climb up the rankings. But even still, those other teams are thinking the same thing we are. <laughs> we don't have to worry about Carolina next year. And so I have to acknowledge that they're feeling the same way. That'll do it for the live wire. We try to think of Wes's wrestling moniker. And we also talk a little more college hoops on the other side of the break. It's Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. 
Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Folks, this is the Weston Walker Show on a Monday. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. A little MVP talk during the break that we just had going on there. NFL MVP, that is. Keep the text coming on the Charlotte Men's Clinic. Text line 704-570-9610. Man, some of these names, again, I I just can't, you know. Stanford P (laughs) says, Wes would be Prince Wes, and he wrestles for Handsome Boy Modeling School. Yeah, I've I've seen WWE with the angle kind of like that before. I I wouldn't want to do the pretty boy role. I want something gritty and tough. I the probably Prince was the Prince was all right. I would probably enjoy being a heel. I would like to be a heel more so than a. I would I would like to be a heel that people like. And for those who don't know, the heel in wrestling is the bad guy. I'd like to be a heel that people could get behind. All right, so let's go through a few that I've seen that I, I think at least are worthy of mentioning. Three three six says West Nile virus. About the virus, yeah, no, because you're so sick. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> Saul says the West Express. Yeah, you're right about yeah. Wildfire West. No, is that the best one? <laughs> Wildfire West is the best one. You're saying it might be the best, but it's the best of a bad batch. Yeah, what is Jack talking about on the text line? He said he's made this into Brock Party Radio, and I'm not rocking with it. We haven't even talked about Brock. I was about to say we have not. Maybe did you text him about it? I, I did not. Um, maybe when he said, uh, did somebody say Purdy Boy? You could go with that in wrestling. I saw that one. Yeah, that was pretty funny. But then I, I think it was kind of uh, backhanded because he had a lot of negative uh, comments in his thing as well. West gotcha. Finesse. West Finesse yeah, is see, about no, But I need something that's okay. got some grit, though. Like I said, we can play up on, you know, the... The, the handsome qualities. We can play on that. But then I need something to let you know. <laughs> but then I need something to let you know that you're going to get this work when mm-hmm. you run down on me. Like, it's, it's not pretty over here. The Westinator. Oh, that sounds awful. Yeah, that's <laughs> That sounds like, that sounds like in my... That sounds like in my bio, they showed that, and I did that when I was like 11 and called myself the Westinator. That sounds like <laughs> what your stepdad tries to call you in order to just get on your good side. What's right. up there, Westinator? Right, How you doing right. There, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, man. That's not cut. Hey, hey Westinator, do you want to go throw and, and play some catch in the backyard? All right, that's okay, buddy. We'll we'll do it yeah. next time. Widowmaker Widow West. West. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm I mean, that's kind of got some of the. Yeah. The. Uh, you know, the, the toughness that I'm looking for, but not quite, guys. You got to keep trying to make a This um, is hilarious. So, all right, so, so what I'll tell you, though, is this mm-hmm. is this is what I love doing most. Okay. I have a list. Mm-hmm. I'll reveal it in the last segment, but I'm working on a list. I've got three that... Three good names. 
Yeah, I don't, you're going to have to tell me because you have not said one is good. And we've had a lot of te- uh, texts. We have. We have. So you can tell me. I'm working on some, though. They're not necessarily all just Wes alliteration. Okay, we're working on some other things here. So, you know, we can come back to it. I'm going to try to add a couple other ones to the list. If I feel, if it feels to you or the listeners that I'm not fully engaged, it's because I really want to work out this moniker okay. you're going to go with. And see, too, you know, if he's <laughs> going to be the manager, then there has to be like where he brings a certain gotcha. skill set and personality to me. Like, I got to be just this bruising nasty guy that he either has to reel me in and then he can unleash me whenever he feels like it. Just kind of, we got a few different things. Or either he plays into my arrogance as well and feeds me. All the above. Uh, yeah, yeah, feeds my ego and stuff like that. Like, that's that's how we got to go. So it's got to be something where Fiddy and I can balance each other out. All right, I'm going to try to think of a couple. All right. <laughs> I've got a few. This is a lot of fun. All right, so uh, talking about the college basketball conversation, the ACC had a couple of other uh, games this weekend as of note as note as a couple of noteworthy games i'll just mm, put it that way all the notes all right so uh nc state lost to tennessee 79 to 70 uh in a game to where they they pulled it close at times but tennessee was just too much for nc state nc state had 16 points uh from their bench they did not have a dunk, uh, surprisingly, in this basketball game. But when you look at it, Tennessee just kind of took care of business start to finish. State shot 43% uh, from the field in this game. And they played pretty decent defense, but giving up 43.5% to Tennessee from the field, but allowed 44% from behind the three-point line. And so that's not what you want to see. Only three guys in double digits. DJ Burns have 15 points five rebounds and five assists, which to me, you still got to see more uh, rebounding from him. DJ Horn had 16 points and Jaden Taylor had uh, 11 points. Do we feel like that this is an NC State team capable of going on the type of run that they had last year? Like, what do we think about NC State from our early thoughts? Well, I mean, and and so you're losing a lot of talent from last season. It doesn't feel like Wolfpack fans. Yeah, after the back-to-back losses, they suffered against BYU and Ole Miss. You at least had one Power 5 win against Boston College on the road right after that. But since then, you know, you're talking about Maryland Eastern and UT Martin before this loss against Tennessee. And so it's not like you've had enough of a time where you can erase the back-to-back losses against Power 5 schools. Yeah, I think it's really going to all come down to what you do in conference play for this for Kevin Keats, who has survived quite a bit. Like he's he's barely hanging on. They get to the tournament. They have a close game in the tournament first round, but they end up losing. You know, this is the thing where what, what do you want to see from Kevin Keats this year? Like, what's the goal? Is it simply to just get to the NCAA tournament and be competitive in the first round? Maybe they could do that. Is it to actually move on to the second and find a way to make a sweet 16 run? If you get in there, then there's always going to be that possibility as a power five school. So maybe that happens. I just want to know what NC state fans want from the Wolfpack this year, because it's, it's been a lot of the same. Either you barely miss out on the tourney, you get there and then you go home immediately. I what, what do you think the goal should be for this Wolfpack? Yeah. And the thing, when you look at it, is that this was the first ranked team that they played as of yet. And so they lose by 20 to Ole Miss. They lose to BYU. And then when you also check this team out, they are ninth in scoring margin, but their schedule hasn't been the most difficult in the world. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing I think that's got to be a little bit troubling. 
Uh, if you're looking at this state team, I think this is a team that's probably going to take a little bit of time to develop to reach their full potential because they are certainly missing that great backcourt they had with Jarkel Joyner and the crew last year. Those guys were electric, and those guys provided uh, a lot for this basketball team, and I don't quite see uh, the same from this team. Casey Morsell, he's a nice player, but I don't think he's a difference maker uh, out there on the wing. I think DJ Burns is going to set the table for this offense uh, in a lot of different ways. But, Fiddy, what say you? What do you see from this Wolfpack squad uh, so far? I, I think the problem that they that they're that they're running into is last year was great. They were fun. They were competitive. You, you got wins over North Carolina that, that Kevin Keats needed, but they they're not they 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 weren't positioned to sustain that success going into this year. And I think that's what Kevin Keats needed the most. Like he had to do something last year to save his job. Yes, and he did. He he made the NCAA tournament, but he didn't advance. And I think if you don't at least make the tournament again, and look, it's December 18th. we got a long way to go. Depending on how conference play turns out, I don't think they're a tournament team. I think you got to question his his future in Raleigh. And, and so that's the frustrating part if you're a state fan is that last year was fun, but it feels like a one-off because you're not in a position to build off that success and take that next step as a program. Yeah, I think so too. And so – uh, when you look at this squad as well, and they're leading scores right now. I mean, Jaden Taylor is the guy that's leading this team uh, thus far. Then you've got DJ Horn and uh, DJ Burns, and then followed up by Casey Marcel. But DJ Burns, to me, to get this team even close to where they were, he's going to have to have a player of the year type of season. And right now, you know, six boards, 14 points, those are decent numbers. But he's going to have to step it up and take it uh, to the next level. This is another guy that's played a lot of basketball, and he's got a bag down in the post. Like, this is a guy, highly skilled, big man, but you need to see some more from him uh, at NC State. I think he's got to get those numbers up 19, eight boards a game uh, to get this team kind of where they want to go. He's at least somewhere close to being an ACC contender. I'm looking at Kevin Keats coaching record at NC State and very consistent in the way of losing 11 or 12 games every single year. And it doesn't matter how you divide it up. You're going to lose 11 or 12. The only time that didn't happen was when they went 11 and 21 just two years ago and then he was able to save his job last season. But other than that, you had the 14 and 11 year, like coming off of COVID, um, going, you know, coming right into it. And so that was it. If they lose 11 games again, if you're a state fan, you just got to see something break up the monotony, right? Even if, if you don't make the, like I get getting to March Madness. If you lose 11 games again, 12 games again, bubble team, bubble team, you're sweating it out. You know, depending on who you look at, Joe Lenardi has you as the 70th best team. Net has you in as 64. <laughs> like you're right there on the bubble. And then you don't get in, you do get in, whatever. And then you get bounced in the first round or you just don't even make it. I just wonder if state fans are like, all right, I look, I know this is what we've become. I, I don't want to have this misdiagnosed identity that we deserve better than this because sometimes sometimes fans will have to just come to the realization hey this is what our school is right now but i would imagine 11 and 12 losses again something like that i, I don't think that would be the thing that got 
Kevin Keats back in the good graces of state fans. No, I don't think it would be either. Now turning the page to the Clemson Tigers. They lose to Penny Hardaway and the Memphis Tigers over the weekend for a Clemson squad that we talked about preseason. Looks like a real ACC contender, depending on who you ask. Uh, They've already beaten a ranked Alabama squad thus far this season. They beat South Carolina when they were undefeated as well. And so for them to lose a basketball game to Memphis, in which they were in control of this game at the start. And so you look at this, and they're up 39-32 at the half, but then they get outscored by nine uh, in the second half. And Clemson just kind of had one of those games where they sputtered and came out on the wrong side of this. Memphis only shoots 15% from three, four, and 26, but they still get the win uh, over the Tigers. Clemson had 15 turnovers, though. That definitely hurt them a lot to Memphis's six. Uh, didn't capitalize off of Memphis's turnovers. They gave up 17 points to Memphis off of those turnovers, and they only got 10 points off turnovers for themselves. And Memphis also outscored them second chance points 14 to 4 and hammered them on bench points 25 to 5. And so, does this make Clemson fans, and should they waver on this team and their? Potential. Oh, man, a two-point loss on the road. I'm not tripping off that. Clemson's mm-hmm. a good basketball team. They've been showing it all year long. Maybe when they get to conference play, it, certainly I don't expect them to lose one out of every ten games. Like This is going to be more than a five-loss team, but you can still feel very good about the Clemson Tigers going the rest of the way. And just because you lost what was a really close game on the road to a Memphis team under Penny Hardaway the last couple of years, they get to the tournament. Remember Memphis, a team that actually got to the Final Four last year in FAU? Memphis took them, what was it, overtime that FAU had to win? I know it was a game-winning shot for them in order to move on to the second round. Good basketball team, good enough coach, good enough talent. I'm cool. Like, Clemson is here to stay. They're going to be a a tough out for every single top ACC team. Uh, Friday, December 22nd, Walker, they're taking on Queens. I see that. Should they be on upset alert against Queens? How about Queens, man? They took on, (laughs) so they have Duke and Clemson this year. They also battled against App State. That I, I love the Royals for scheduling as hard as they possibly can. They said we ain't scared. No, they, they do it all the time. Like anytime we talk about college basketball and the teams that mean something, they're always to, here to remind you, look, if, if you look at what each team has done within their conference, Queens is right there. And no, nobody's saying they're as good as North Carolina or Duke. Like nobody's getting it twisted. But Queens deserves a lot of respect. With what they schedule to, this is their second year in Division One, and I think they're they were like 500, a little above 500 last year in D1 and uh, beating some good teams. And so, yeah, Queens going up against Clemson. It'll be fun to see if they can pull off the upset. Well, they also boast a potential player of the year candidate in uh, P.J. Hall. This is a guy that's been Mr. Consistency for the Clemson Tigers, averaged 15 each of the last two seasons before this year. Now he's exploding, averaging 20 points, seven rebounds uh, per contest, shooting 54% from the field and 37% from three. So the Tigers definitely have a guy that they can go to uh, to get a bucket as well. Fiddy, have you been impressed by the Clemson Tigers? Are they a threat to the Tar Heels? What month is it? <laughs> um, it is December. It is December. And we're talking about Clemson basketball? Yeah. No. Look, great start. Um, they've got really good players. Brad Brownell is one of the biggest underachievers in the ACC. You mean underrated or underachievers? Underachievers. Okay. Just yeah. wanted to know. I didn't. Uh, I, I, I said what I said. I stand on business, mm. Walker. What kind of business? You know. 
Um, I think when it's all said and done, the ace, the, the race will come down to Carolina, Duke, Virginia. Maybe Clemson's the four, which for that program is a lot, but I'm not buying them as a favorite to compete to win this conference. Is there a game coming up on the schedule mainly like January 6th versus North Carolina? That's a game that could make you a believer, or are you just standing on business like you said? Yeah, no, I mean, look, if, if you beat a Carolina, you beat a Duke. It, it, it they makes have Miami you, before that as well. and you, you Or Miami, I, I think, you know, then yes, I'm willing to go that route. But this program under Brad Brownell and big games, they historically come up short, and I expect that to happen once again this season. Now, speaking of Miami, that's another team that we came into this season with high hopes, but a big loss to Kentucky. They also lose to Colorado and got destroyed, mind you, 90-63. to Is this a team that we feel like has digressed and been the biggest disappointment in the ACC so far? Yeah, it, it's funny because Miami only has two losses, but those two losses were blowouts. Big ones. One was to Kentucky, who we just saw North Carolina lose to, but only by a field goal. And North Carolina shot themselves in the foot, especially with that Elliott Cadeau turnover. Oh, and 16 others. 17's too many for North Carolina. They only lose by a field goal. And Miami loses by over 20. Same thing against Colorado, where they almost lost by 30. So I don't think I'm really worried about Miami yet. I it's it's not great. I don't think they're as good as they were last year, especially losing the way that they have to a couple of good basketball yeah, programs. Yeah, you lose a player to yeah, it's gonna make a difference. It's gonna make a difference, and so I, it, it's just all about what your expectations are here too. Do you expect them to make another Final Four run? I would say not, but I do expect them to make the NCAA tournament and be one of the teams that's like solidly in enough. Not sweating it out too much, but maybe like some kind of six, seven seed, something like that. I think that's what my expectations for Miami would be. Yeah, I think, you know, when you look at what they lost, losing a player of the year in Isaiah Wong and then Nigel Pack, he's having a decent season. And then at Matthew Cleveland came over from Florida State. He's been playing solid basketball. No, Chad O'Meara has been solid and Wooga popular too. So we'll see uh, what the Canes do. There's, as Fiddy said, there's a lot of basketball left. It's just December. So the ACC has a lot of chapters to be written in the 2023-24 book. Fiddy, you got a flash for us? Do I do. You? All right, well, let's hit it then, last. It's all right to be little Fiddy. A little hometown or a big old city. Might as well share, might as well smile. Life goes on for a little Fiddy. New AP poll is out for college basketball. Carolina fell to number 11. Duke is up to 21. But this week, Jumpman Invitational at the Spectrum Center. Maybe we'll get to see a good brand of basketball those two nights that the Jumpman is in town. And it'll feature a top 11 matchup between number 7 Oklahoma and number 11 North Carolina on Wednesday night. And uh, I know in Tar Heel Country we'll be talking about um, – that being a must win for Carolina. Also, Duke, Baylor this week. So a big game for Duke to maybe turn their season after Baylor got routed by Michigan State over the weekend in Detroit. Yeah, I think those are going to be two sensational games. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for them. I can't wait to see how or if Carolina bounces back after losing that basketball game. So uh, there's definitely going to be some more answers to questions that we have with these teams coming up this week. And also got Virginia and Memphis. Uh, going down tomorrow. We'll be out there at the Spectrum Center for the Jumpman Invitational. We'll be out there hooping. Fiddy, feels like you might have a surprise for us over there when we get to the court. 
I don't want to blow your cover yet. I don't know if you're even going to do it, but there's something fun that could be blessing your timeline with what Fitty has in store right now, as long as he follows through. So just keep an eye out at Wes Bryant underscore 72 at Wes and Walker show. You can follow us on Twitter. All right. Well, that's got me excited. But when we Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thanks for sharing your middays with us on Wes and Walker. As always, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. We gave everybody the task of trying to find a wrestling moniker for one Wes Bryant. We have not found a good one yet. When we say we, it's really Wes has not liked any of the names so far. (laughs) And we've gotten a lot of text messages. I think because you have not found a good one, there are so many other people that want to be the person that lands a good nickname. So we're getting a lot of text messages, but you are not approving of any of them. Yeah. I mean, every single one that rolls in, even one, I'm like, okay, that's pretty good. You're not having it. Well, you know, it's a process. When you watch, uh, you know, the bios of these guys, like The Undertaker, for example, and how many characters they go through, how much brainstorming is involved before they land on a character that they become and make famous. And so, you know, picking the right one is of the utmost importance, man. So it's got to be, it's got to be one that hits. I'm not going to lie. I kind of liked West Nile virus, but you didn't like that one. The virus. No, yeah, I mean, because no. what am I going to look like? What's my outfit going to look like if I'm the West Nile virus? Well, you're, you're going to look wearing, sick. Well, you're just wearing some kind of, <laughs> that's right. You're going to look real sick. Like I, what is it? A, what do they wear? Like what's With the, the pants, you can go optional. If I was to wrestle, I would do uh, the, the pants. I do pants. Okay. Well, you can just have some kind of design on the pants, like you know the little symbol for a virus or whatever. Yeah. You I mean, can you're do that. you're a big Batman guy. There's got to be something that maybe we could incorporate from Batman. See, Dark Knight would be too much of a of a bite off of that one, but I do like where you're heading with that. Okay. So I have a few. Here, here's right, let's see what you, got. you. You can give me the approval or disapproval sound here, Fitty. So right. actually, I'll go to a couple text messages, and then I'm going to come up with a list of my own. McAlpine Doug said, full press, Wes. Mm, no. Yeah. I like this one. Okay. This is the best one on the text line, in my opinion. Okay. I don't know if you saw it. Okay. This one is for you and Fitty. Okay. Fitz and Wesson. Oh, that's, yeah, Fitz and Wesson. That, yeah, I kind of like that. That's, Fitz and Wesson is pretty solid. Yeah, that's got some funk with it. It right does. There. It does. Fitz and Wesson, so you could roll yeah, it down. Yeah, I like that. All right. I have four that I was able to come up with. Two are really bad. Two, 
I'm going to feel you out and see if you like them or not. Okay. Here are the two bad ones. Because you're an offensive lineman. Because <laughs> you're a left tackle. There's uh, a couple that pertain there. Yeah. What about the offensive grapple? No. Yeah, hell no. Yeah, that's not that. <laughs> that's awful. That sounds like something your grandmother would come up with. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the offensive grapple. Yeah, I'm not even walking out to that. Oh, that's fire. I don't care who you say. <laughs> uh, but uh, another offensive lineman play, maybe a little steely from Michael Orr. What about the blind side? Now that I could kind of get behind because then I could be real dirty playing to my heel. Yeah, you have a move. So other people are wrestling. And then you sneak out from the tunnel. People yeah. are like, oh, there he is. There's the blind side. Yeah. There's the blind side. When's yeah. it coming? Boom. Yep. And you help somebody that's on your team. Yeah, my favorite, too, would be catching people while they were shooting promos. I always <laughs> love that when people get jumped while they're doing a promo. You blindside them. Yeah. All right. I so like I like that. the blind side. We're rolling with this one. Uh, this one is the word. This one's, this one's even worse than offensive grapple. Okay. All right. You ready? Wesselmania. Yeah. No. Hell no. Yeah. That's not <sighs> good. I'm embarrassed to even bring that to the airwaves. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we brought, I, I feel like we've brought some that are worse. Yeah, there are some. Last one. I like this one, too. You can shoot me down. But walk off, Wes. Nah. Okay. So, when I'm thinking about these things, too, I'm not only thinking about that. I'm thinking about the music. I'm thinking about the outfit. I'm thinking about the entrance. Because, you know, I'm all about the theatrics. So, mm-hmm. it's all got to make sense. I got to have something... I could get behind because see the uh, what what was the one with with Fitz and Wesson Fitz and Wesson yeah we could do a lot with that all right so Fitz and Wesson and the Blind Side are the two that we got behind yeah because see I could get real big and then my arms could be the guns okay for the Fitz and yeah Wesson. welcome to the gun show yeah you yeah know, so when they say the Wesson I flex the arms up on them real okay. quick and you could yeah. do yep you could do that um I just because I'm the one that brought up Blind Side I would like to continue to work on that just so I want some credit here but okay. we can try to work out some Blind Side stuff like all that right. we could we could try to do something there I just like the move the Blind Side moves speaks for itself i mean i could see dope videos being made of that of just my best blind side attacks to the dramatic music you know that's hitting harder boom 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 and then me just <laughs> knocking people out out of nowhere <laughs> people doing promos and stuff you know this exactly me just I beating had. the brakes off of people you know just catching them catch you lacking mm-hmm. and and i just say don't don't let me catch you counting your chains. You know, they say that in football, counting your chains around the huddle, you get caught lacking. Oh, keep Talib know about that. Yeah, man. That's true. Don't let me catch you lacking. The only thing is, is it a little too similar with the you can't see me, John Cena style? No, not at all. Blindside is way different? Not okay. at all, because I would be dirty, very dirty. Blindside <laughs> would allow me to really get into the mud. Like I could just <laughs> catch people. And then you could do dope ones. Like I catch people at the grocery store doing what? <laughs> Why is this? You just, you want, that's a football player, man. He just wants a reason to hit somebody. <laughs> just give me the blind well, side. Well, one of the best, some of the best ones when you talk Stone Cold and um, Booker T, you know, they had the famous yeah. shot at the grocery store where they fought there at the hospital. I saw one other day that was pretty funny. They put up where he caught Booker T in a bingo hall that was at a church. And then they went inside the confessional and everything. It was pretty good. Um, we have Bill O'Brien's burner. He wrote in something for me. Walker, Texas danger. <laughs> Ooh, that's pretty good. It is good. It is good. Imagine. Especially if you are from Texas. It would be good. Yeah. So many people have said that. I, th- there are so many people that have said, please tell me your middle name is Texas. And your last name is Ranger. Anytime I introduce myself I used myself to watch that show with my mom all the time. Wes the Wrecker? No, that's too basic. Record wise. Yeah. Oh, you know, me and KB would make a good tag team. 
with well, Fitty as the manager. Okay, what's the nickname? Oh, I don't know. See, that's another one that you gotta uh, gotta think about that one. I, I'll let Kyle's fans on his show text in and say what names they think. I said me and you would be a good tag team in wrestling. Yeah. All right, so Fiddy, let's, let's Fiddy is our manager. Because I said Fiddy's so dirty and he's so grimy that he'd be a great manager for yeah. us. 1,000%. Yeah. Now, I wish I could do like a really cool wrestling reference here, but I don't have one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not good at that. But yeah. me and you as a tag team yeah. with him managing us? Yeah. Walker's the ring announcer? Yeah. Let's go. Oh, yeah. I like that. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Get ready to run. Oh, I can't say <laughs> no. that. No. Oh, no. Oh, you dump his ass. Psych. Somewhere, Psych somewhere, somewhere the buffer army's listening That's right. to that. They really are. That was, that was like one of the first three rules I learned in radio. In radio. Yeah, it's one of the first three things they tell you is do not use the line. Don't play Michael Buffer. Or wow, I just Bruce learned. Buffer. Yeah, you can't do it. They're on you. Oh, Woo. they've got an army of dudes. I mean, just surveying audio all over I'm the not, country looking for a lawsuit. I'm Absolutely. not kidding. I was in intern in 2013 and i almost said it and somebody they stopped and it was clearly as a joke they blindsided well i've worked (laughs) at like five different corporate media companies at this point and every last one of them has sent out the the blast email to the whole company like don't use my bruce buffer stuff they'll sue the crap out of salute to the buffers for not playing around you talk about standing on business (laughs) literally standing on business hey what Um, were the the two dudes from the from the mighty ducks uh the 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 two goons the the, um, oh and uh who was the other one I've never seen him. I don't know. It's the only guy I know about Bash hockey. Brothers. So, like, the Bash yeah. Brothers? No, that was McGuire and, and Conseco, man. Yeah, it was. <laughs> well, you can hear Fiddy laughing in the background, and I know why. Because 704 said, the blind side and blue chew. Ooh. My wife and I Ooh. have a lot of sex. Blue I mean, chew and blind side, I mean, that we, flows a little better. Yeah, that'd be kind of dope, though. Got some copyright issues with yeah. that one, but, you know, yeah. stop <laughs> it. What kind, of, what kind of moves to the ring does blue chew bring? I'm air, be, I'm you got to be careful. I'm air thrusting all the way to the ring. It really could, because when you said that, it made me think of the guy from WWF, uh, Val Venus, and he used Ooh. to get in the room and he used to do his little, yeah. and Ravison Rick Rude used to do a lot of gyration and Heck swiveling yeah. of the hips. All right, so, what do, so we're going to do this, right? We're the new That's Bash right, Bros? That's right, we're going to do it, yeah. Hell yeah, Let's I like it. it. All right. Good show today, boys. <laughs> Gyrating Blue Chew and the blind side. That's right. Yeah. yeah, Mr. Blue Chew Bailey coming at you in just a moment alongside Smoke Ludwig. Thanks for listening to Wesson Walker. Keep it right here on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ.